Hey guys, it's Lexi. And Andrew, how's it going? It's going, you know. Yeah, obviously uh, difficult circumstances to really uh, be recording this podcast, um, but we kind of felt that we really needed to use our platform, even though we literally got 33 listens on the first podcast. <laughs> um, so shout out those 33 people, because that was awesome. We love um, you guys. Thank you. Yeah, but obviously we didn't feel comfortable sitting here talking about music, even though we wanted to. Um it just really didn't feel right. And so we're going to use our platform and our 33 listeners. And we're just going to kind of talk about what's really gone on, at least in our perspective, over the past week and a half since the death of George Floyd. So sorry. So Lexi, if you kind of want to take it from there. Yeah, I mean, it's just been an absolutely crazy past, what is it, two weeks now? Yeah. I mean, even, I guess, just the last three months, how we went from this how like fast all of our lives have changed and how radically it's happened just from being in lockdown and being in quarantine and then just everything happening, you know, with the past couple of weeks with George Floyd and um, Ahmaud Aubrey and Brianna Taylor and so many others and just everything kind of exploding and going from quarantine to the world literally being on fire. Yeah. I, I mean, we went from protests about, people wanting the hair salons open so they could get a haircut or go to the gym to now where people are just protesting for like basic human rights. And I think one of the things that's just like kind of disgusting to see so far is like, obviously we're still in the middle of the whole coronavirus pandemic and like people are already attacking people protesting um, and blaming them for the spike in coronavirus because Florida's numbers have gone up over the past four days. And it's like, it's kind of disgusting to see people like blame these protests on it when one, it takes two weeks for the results to come in anyways from uh, the testing and all the symptoms to develop in anything. But two, also like people are protesting for their rights. Like people are literally asking to be treated as equals in society. Right. And like in the midst of the coronavirus, like I would absolutely do that. Like there's such a high survival rate. Like it'd be one thing if you're going to protest for a fucking hair salon, like that's stupid. But if you're going to fight for your human rights, like, absolutely, it's worth, like, subjecting yourself and possibly, like, becoming in contact with the coronavirus. Like, I'd absolutely do it. And, like, that's just the one thing that's really been, like, annoying me from the beginning. Yeah, I mean, and just the hypocrisy from leadership, how, you know, our guy, I say sarcastically, Donald Trump went from literally lauding the protesters who are protesting their right to go back to work and have their hair salons open those that were literally in the michigan state capitol building with automatic weapons face to face with the police and our president is tweeting liberate minnesota liberate michigan you know basically urging these protesters to continue to the next week sending out the national guard on people who are begging for law enforcement and people to just you know give black people basic human rights and it's just the the sheer irony of that is just it's a lot for me to handle right now to even comprehend that we have someone who's the head of our nation you know acting the way that he is when people are just begging to not be killed in the streets yeah, I mean, we talked about it before we even recorded. We wanted to mention him as little as possible, and not even four minutes in, we already dropped his yep. name. So and hopefully, Donald. this is yep. Hopefully, this is the last time we talk about him because I just can't even bear to think about it anymore. 
Yeah, this is kind of the time where you really need a president, regardless of your political affiliations and whatnot. Your goal as president is to unite the nation and do your best to serve the people of the country, not divide them. And unfortunately, at least what we've seen over the past week and a half, it's there's very obvious a division in society right now. Yeah, I mean, you you couldn't even I guess Trump couldn't even try to hide his disdain if he wanted to like he's just so very clearly trying to divide the nation and you know general mattis i guess the former secretary of defense he even came out and said it that this is the first time that he's ever seen a president so clearly just trying to divide a nation and just not even caring yeah it's disgusting i mean like obviously like i was upset when donald won the election in 2016 but like you got to support the president no matter what you got to hope that they're going to do what's expected of them and what the job requires but watching like the last four years and like obviously like people listening to this might have different political ideologies at least watching uh especially recently it's just kind of like disheartening to see how little he kind of cares about uniting people and really just cares about his base and how supportive they are of him which really shouldn't be the goal of any president right like he's just made it abundantly clear that he doesn't care for anybody but himself yeah um i mean i feel like that's enough trump talk yeah i was just gonna say let's cut it off here and continue into the (laughs) stuff that actually matters (laughs) yeah exactly uh so i mean we had the chance to go to a protest uh down in sunrise earlier in the week which actually was a pretty cool experience um for me and lexi i'm sure it was for you as well yeah it was amazing um i mean i had the chance to march in washington for the march for our lives uh, two years ago when that was set up uh, right by the Capitol. So like to participate in a protest of that scale was incredible. But even on the local level, because I got a chance to do it in Tallahassee a week before I went to D.C., but this one felt different. I mean, do you like what were your feelings on that? Have you participated in a protest or anything like that before? Um, no, I haven't. But I I mean, I've, I've been saying this since the beginning, you know, the whole energy that this movement has right now just feels so different to anything that I've ever experienced. And we've experienced a lot of this growing up, you know, I mean, starting with Michael Brown and the Ferguson movement and, you know, we, we grew up watching this happen. And I, I think that our generation has just been so fed up with watching this senseless brutality happen that we're over it. We're fed up and you, it's palpable. Like you can see that the energy, you can feel it and how, we all want to go out and make a difference. And the fact that we've had protests in all 50 states this past week, it's just that speaks for itself. Like it just feels so different than before. And I pray that that means that real change is going to come. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I think with the Rona going on right now and so many people not having a job, I, I don't see this stopping until there's substantial uh, reform done in our country when it comes to policing and also with the rights of people that are treated with prejudice in our society. Like, I I really don't see this stopping anytime soon. No, I agree. I really don't either. And I mean, it's the momentum. We just can't lose that. And I I see it on the timeline. I see that, you know, a lot of the Black Lives Matter stuff has kind of subsided, which I, it it can't. We have to keep talking about it. We have to keep making our voices heard. We can't let it die out. And I yeah. hope I hope that you know, like you said, like with people being unemployed as shitty as of a situation that is, I mean, I'm I hope that everyone can make the most of that and go out and participate. And I, like 
speaking from our personal experience, the protest that we went to was absolutely 100% peaceful. There was no ulterior motive from anybody in the crowd. It was unifying. The energy was amazing. I mean, everyone was just standing with each other in solidarity. And I, I mean, it was inspiring. Like, it made me want to go out and do more. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, the one thing I do want to touch on about that, um, obviously, like, we were pretty lucky in that situation. You've seen across the country, like, police kind of overstepping their boundaries and using the force and the power that they have over people and just uh, using that to their advantage and just, like, hurting innocent bystanders and protesters and, and, like, all of that, and it's disgusting. Um, So, thankfully, we didn't have to deal with all of that. The one thing that did bother me, though, when we got there is – we were set up in front of the BB&T Center. So those are you from South Florida. We were set up in the in front of the BB&T Center and the Road Panther Parkway that leads into the BB&T Center was completely closed down. So it literally felt, I know you've seen Arrested Development, but like, you know how when Lindsay goes and to the free speech zone to protest and there's like a little cage yeah. and that's their free yeah. speech zone. That's like kind of what it felt like. Like no, we really were only did. being- we were only being passed by cops there and it was just kind of disappointing. Like if I'm going to go out and stand in the heat for five hours, like obviously I'm not complaining. I'm more than willing to do this for this cause. It's absolutely right. But we're not going to have our voices heard there. And so we decided to march down Panther Parkway and ended up marching down like a, one of a the major busy roads. intersection. Yeah. Yeah. And so like that, like the police were like really accommodating with that, which was awesome. They gave us some water uh, so like that was nice and I'm glad that they were kind of agreeing and like helping us through this and protecting our first amendment rights so to say yeah obviously it's really not that hard to kind of accomplish something right, like, like that. we're literally asking for the bare minimum and like thanks for providing that for us but <laughs> yeah I mean obviously like it's really not that hard to do but we've seen across the country we've seen people just get tear gassed for a fucking picture with a bible um yep. on, and then yeah. just all across the nation uh just the police fucking moving on people for right, no reason and, and taking advantage of their power and it's disgusting to see frankly yeah it's uh it's just it's just kind of awe-inspiring like we you touched on the 50 states but not only the 50 states like you're seeing all around the world hundreds of thousands of people come out and protest for this like there was a video in england earlier of a a statue of some slaver from bristol i think it was uh thrown into the river uh which yeah i saw that why do you have a statue for that guy in the first place like right why celebrate something like like that all of the confederate general statues in the south that people are tearing down which go you guys that's fantastic yeah it, it should have been done a while ago but at least something's happening now and then we've kind of seen the first big movement in this uh in minneapolis this actually happened today so it's kind of cool to be able to discuss some of the actual changes that have come from this obviously uh with minnesota and their city council we don't know what their disbanding of the police uh of the police force is going to actually mean whether it's just renaming it and hiring all of those officers again like they did in uh new jersey a few years back yeah um, so it'll be interesting to see what comes out of it, but you saw the mayor get booed out of a protest yeah. and literally told to go home. Yeah. Um, and then you see city council today, like vote with like a veto proof vote that they're going to disband the police department. Right. Which like you said, it's going to be interesting to see what that actually means moving forward. If it's going to actually be reform and change, or if it's like you said, just going to be changing the name and rehiring people. 
I mean, I hope they take advantage of the situation and do something that actually is going to make a change and make a difference. Yeah, I I really hope so. Like, it's it's been way too long. Like, we we saw like we we got a little bit of glimpse into this with like the Rodney King riots. Like, we've seen like footage and that kind of stuff. We saw it in Ferguson a little bit, but this kind of feels like a really big movement and a really substantial point in our history, at least as a country, if not the world itself. Yeah. Um, so that'll be interesting to see the kind of follow out from this. And it, and I hope it does lead to substantial change. Like, I, I think it will. But honestly, we really don't know. And there's a lot of like different perspectives and whatnot of like what people are floating out with what they want to accomplish from this. Um, and so I yeah, I just I really don't know what's going to come out of this. But Right. And it's like I you see so many things happening, like all of the officers involved with George Floyd's death being charged with, you know, they moved Derek Chauvin's charge up from third degree to second degree murder and they passed Brianna's law and all of things happening so quickly. I don't want this to just be it. I don't want to have these things happen and legislators making these things happen just to appease the protesters and then think that they're done. Like, I hope people keep pushing for real change to happen and I don't want this to be it. Yeah. I, and I don't think they will either. I mean, at at least from the social media perspective and you kind of touched on it before, um, like blackout Tuesday had like 24 million posts or something ridiculous like that. And like, I, I get people posting like Blackout Tuesday, like in a solidarity kind of thing. But honestly, if that's all you're going to do, and that's literally just because everyone else is doing it, like, fuck you. Right. Like I, and I ended up posting like the black square or whatever. And I really debated with myself a lot before doing so. If, because I know in my, for myself, at least, like I've done other things besides just posting that I've donated, I've signed petitions, I've marched. And I even said it in my post, I like in the caption, instead of just posting the square with the hashtag, I said, please don't make this the only thing that you do. And I've been posting, you know, links to petitions and other things like that. And I just hope, you know, people don't see this as a trend because it's not just a trend. Like this is real change that needs to happen in our country. Yeah, absolutely. Like if you're doing this just to say like everyone else, like I'm sure you saw the pictures of the people like faking like Bill or uh, oh, yeah. the nails in. Uh, the influencers in taking yeah. – how about the girl dressed in her Coachella outfit that stood in the middle of a march just to get her picture taken? Like if you're doing that, fuck you, dude. Like that's despicable. Yeah, it th- like this isn't a trend. This is people fighting for like – Further lives. Yeah, like this isn't just – like, because you're bored and you don't have anything else to do because you're in quarantine. You're like, well, let's just go take a picture with the protesters. Like, no, this isn't nah. what this is. Like, black people are losing their lives every day to senseless police brutality. And you're going to use this as a photo op? Get out. Like, we don't yeah. need that. It's it's disgusting. And I really did like your Blackout Tuesday post because, like, I saw a lot of people who I hadn't seen sharing anything before that. Like, literally just post a black square and then we're out having dinner or like at a bar or some shit like that like that that's not the point of this it's not to right. show that like oh you're against racism everyone should be against fucking racism like, right the fact that that's even a discussion like i want to laugh in people's faces like how is this even a how can you disagree with this yeah it just really it really doesn't make any sense 
Um, I mean, from my standpoint, like, I've been signing petitions like fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, every time I see that Twitter thread pop up where it's like petitions that you can sign, like, it literally it saves your name and your zip code. All you have to do is click sign this petition. And if you're not getting the notification that says click here, if you're not a robot, you haven't been signing enough petitions. Yeah, li- literally that. And then like, all you can do is try and educate people and hope that they kind of understand what's going on. Like I've had a few conversations with people that I, I don't agree with on a political standpoint, but this is kind of a topic where there is a lot of middle ground. Like a lot of people don't agree with what's going on in society today when it comes to black people and the way they're treated, especially by the police force. And so like, if you can kind of bridge the gap here, you can really make substantial changes in society moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and like you said before, having conversations with people that are not on the same side as you politically, it's eye opening, you know, I mean, and we joke, like we're unfriending people on Facebook left and right and unfollowing people on Twitter and Instagram, but like, how can you justify not being on the right side of this, so to speak? Yeah. Like, it's – I hope to have conversations with people where we both come in with an open mind. Um, thankfully, I haven't really had any conversations with much opposition um, in regards to, you know, giving black people basic human rights, especially when it comes to law enforcement. Um, thankfully, I haven't had any opposition in that arena um but i've had conversations with people that are a little bit more difficult um and complex with the whole police and law enforcement and defunding them that side um so it's just interesting to see people that you've been friends with or family members that you've known for your lot your whole life seeing what their true colors are right now yeah absolutely i mean i personally have only unfriended one person on facebook um and literally, they posted, if you're not Blue Lives Matter, then don't be friends with me. And I was like, all right. <laughs> See ya. Unfriend. <laughs> um, like, honestly, like, if you're going to post something like that with everything that's going on, like, you're you're just so fucking ignorant. And it's, it's just fucking disgusting. So, like, you know what? I'm not missing out on this friendship because there's no fucking quality conversation yeah. or posts that I'm going to miss and be like, oh, damn, I really wish oh, I was friends Yeah, I wish myself. I was friends with you. Really missed out on that. Or, like, how about me losing, I don't know, 50 followers on Instagram? Like, it makes me happy at this point because I'm like, I don't want you looking at my shit. I don't want to be seeing your shit. Please unfollow me. Like, get out of my life. Don't want to be a part of it you're yeah. free to go exactly and they're then, making like, my job easier <laughs> yeah i mean i i cleaned out my instagram like this is completely off topic i cleaned my instagram out a while ago so thankfully i don't have to deal with a lot of this bullshit um but like i've lost followers on twitter and like it's just kind of funny like one of the people that i'm like kind of close with unfollowed me like literally because i was just retweeting stuff and i was like all right, I guess if you don't agree with this, like, that's fine. Like, I'm not going to really miss this friendship. Um, right. And it's right. like, whatever. Like, if you're going to break a friendship off like that, then, like, that's fine. Like, I right. just I have fucking racist. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, I have no problem breaking off a friendship because you're a big, huge racist. I that I have no qualms with that. Please feel free to go. Yeah, just, like, be my fucking guest. And then, like, you see, I think Facebook is the worst for everything. I, I think Twitter has been by far the best source of news throughout all yeah, of this because mainstream media is biased as fuck in both ways so you you can't really trust like what you're getting from there but twitter's you've got like 
the true journalists that are on the ground. Like there's people that have live streams throughout all of these like protests and everything. You're seeing all these like police officers getting doxxed for yeah. like hitting the old man on the ground. Also, oh like my God. Speaking of that fucking clip like can we just talk about the fact that not only did the police knock over that guy but also there was 57 fucking officers who resigned in solidarity solidarity. with the two that were suspended like i saw that tweet where it said you know 57 police officers resigned from the emergency force whatever that little subsection of their police department is and i was like hell yeah like go you you should be resigning and then i saw in solidarity with the two officers who were suspended and my jaw dropped dude my jaw dropped like how how can that many people be like this and then you just see the picture of them all crowded like outside the hearing or whatever that was going on and all of them are wearing like either cheering them on but also they're all wearing the same fucking thing (laughs) like the exact same fucking thing um and then yeah i think the one other thing you've seen on facebook is like people talking about like the looting and the rioting and everything but honestly like if you look at the past few years like look at kaepernick like kaepernick is probably by far the most well-known activist in this situation from previous years especially coming into what's going on now like this man literally kneeled for the national anthem told people it wasn't disrespecting the flag like had conversations with a man like a green beret i forget the guy's name unfortunately um and then like people were like oh he's disrespecting the flag kick him out of the league when this entire time it's never been about that and you saw drew Brees fucking take the bait and (laughs) blow everything up yeah yeah yeah, no, I mean, it's so true, though, because all of the people who disagreed with Kaepernick or roasted him, whatever, just flamed the poor guy. They didn't understand what he was truly kneeling for. Like you said, like, they think it's disrespect to the military or disrespect to the flag or whatever. It's like, no, he's kneeling to protest police brutality. And the fact that this is, what, three years later and people still aren't understanding what he was doing that for – it blows my mind. And Drew Brees doing the thing and being the way that he was, I, I, it's insane. Saying that on an interview, like, why? In 2020. In, in 2020. 2020. Right, three years after this, his protest happened, he still thinks it's about the flag. And him saying that it disrespects his grandfather or whatever, like, does he not think that black people's grandparents – like didn't fight in the war as well like i i just don't understand where the disconnect is happening with him or with people yeah. that don't understand what the kneeling protest actually is like i just don't understand where the disconnect is of what's happening there no it literally when i saw that comment i could not fucking believe it like obviously i'm a very big saints fan i love drew Brees, but on it there was no way to defend that and no like, you can't you can't defend it <laughs> I literally just had to take shit from people and like deservedly so like I wasn't defending him. I was calling him a fucking idiot. Like if you still don't get the reason for kneeling during the anthem, like you deserve to get shit on. Like, I'm sorry. You fucking deserve that. Um, And so thankfully he kind of came out and like made a statement. Uh, His wife made a statement too. And he directly uh, added President Trump who Trump, after he had made those comments, said that he was supporting Brees. Oh, he was supporting him, yeah. Which, could you imagine the shitstorm that he, Drew Brees wakes up and sees that 
Trump tweeted in solidarity with him. Imagine waking up to that. Like, yeah, that was not a pleasant time. And so, like, thankfully, like, Drew's, like, tried to correct it. You've seen the Saints players be like, all right, like, Drew's still our guy. Yeah. Um, I, I think the thing I'm waiting for him now is to, like, actually go out and do something. And like, do something, it's, right. It's one thing to make a statement because you're pressured by the public, but, like, if you're not going to come out, and the same thing's going to happen with uh, Mike Norvell and FSU. I don't yeah. know if you saw that the other day. I haven't um, seen his most recent statement, but I saw everything leading up to that when he the whole scandal with him saying he was spoke to every member of the team. Yeah. So I refreshed Twitter and I saw all of my most of my timeline is FSU people. So when FSU's shit happens, like people freak out. And so to see the Marv tweet at like twelve fifteen when it happened, I was sitting downstairs with my dad and we're like I was like, Holy shit, like Norvell's <laughs> done. He's lost the locker room. I know you sent um, that in our group chat. You're like, Oh, he's done though. I was like, Yeah, yeah. you can't come back from that. <laughs> like Un- unbelievable uh shout out to marvin though like marvin wilson would have been a top 15 pick in the draft this year decided to come back and play for norvell so like shout out to him for speaking up but uh yeah. the end of the story was they had a meeting with the team they had they came up with three points of a uh, action that they really wanted to take so number one was they're shutting down operations on election day and every player and staff members can be registered to vote which one you should have been it should have been in the first place right yeah like at least you're correcting it now people or marvin said also that they want to raise money for the city of tallahassee because tallahassee is a pretty fucking poor city um you've been there once so you don't really get the full experience of kind of the income disparity in tallahassee um but like we're also literally separated from famu's campus by train tracks like uh, it's a very weird city and there's a lot that can be done and FSU does a great job not only with like their like fake PR where they have people take pictures but like a lot of these kids go above and beyond and go to these schools all the time and visit these kids and like reading with these kids and like showing them that you can grow up and you can be anything that you want to be is special for them like that powers them through and you don't know like like you don't like Scott's tots but I, I think that like with Michael Scott like fuck that episode <laughs> with Michael Scott promising those kids college tuition like and they talked about it in the episode like most of those kids wouldn't have graduated and so like by having that kind of strong black influence at a young age uh especially in the Tallahassee community is kind of strong and I really do appreciate the players kind of doing that because Tallahassee does need help and then the third thing is they want to raise money uh to help kids go to college as well um, so those were like three yeah. points that kind of came about from that meeting. Um, and you saw Norvell come out and say, like, I respect Marvin for using his voice like he's an athlete. Like, we can't restrict him from saying what he wants. And, like, it's important to yeah. speak up. And, like, he fully owned up to his mistake. And he said that he's working to be better. And somehow the team came out of that stronger, which I'm happy for. But now the same thing. with Right. Because, I mean, with instances like this, like you, of course, like it's horrendously stupid to say shit like that and to in both instances with Norvell and with Drew Brees but you want to see the locker room come out stronger and that's kind of what I want to see happen with this situation in general with the protests like the world is burning right now but we need to build from the ashes and come out stronger so I think instances like this that happen in the smaller scope it gives me hope to look forward to that this is how it's going to end up just overall and with people learning from each other 
and listening and not trying to overstep on other people and really just sitting down with an open mind and having these conversations and helping each other grow and come out stronger. I think that's what the biggest takeaway has to be from this. And I think those two instances are great examples of how we can move forward with this. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm really praying like I I don't have shit to do until August. And even then, like there's a possibility that Rona spikes up again and I'm not in Tallahassee and I'm taking online classes. Like I'm going to do everything that I can to like really kind of use my position and my ability, like my mom was scared for me to go protest. Uh, and I know you had a similar conversation with your mom. Yeah. Um, but we're really at the point where it's not like, you can't really be scared. Like this is something that you got to go fight for whether or not like you're scared for your safety, because fortunately, like we as suburban middle class, like Jews that are white in America, we don't really have like a bad life. And so like, why not use our privilege and like, use it to help further a cause that like, should have been done a while ago but like right exactly like the fact that we're still having this conversation in the year 2020 is ridiculous but like that's been my whole thing like throughout the past couple of weeks is use your privilege positively use it to make a change you know don't speak over black voices stand with them help pass along their message use your privilege to make a change. Yeah, absolutely. Like acknowledge your privilege. It's not a bad thing to be privileged if you use it the right way. Yeah. I mean, we're we're here in solidarity. We're here to help in any way that we can. Like I'm sure that we'll end up going to at least like a few more protests the longer that they go on. Um yeah, absolutely. I definitely don't have plans to stop. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got to find some more information. Uh, there were a few others that we plan to go to that had some issues with law enforcement. So obviously, we didn't want to go there and be put in a dangerous situation at the hands of us exercising our First Amendment rights. Like, that's not cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to stop sharing stuff on Instagram. Like, I'm not going to stop retweeting stuff. Like, even though it literally takes like five seconds to do and like people who care about their fucking Instagram aesthetic right now, like, Oh my God, like get out. It's disgusting. Yeah, Like nobody, like first off like social media and we can get into this to this in another podcast way down the road. Um, but like <laughs> social media is all fucking artificial anyways. Like no one, everyone is fucking faking like what's going on. Like it's all like done to skew reality and create like the sense of FOMO. And so like, use the followers that you have. Like I know a lot of people that have a lot of followers on Instagram and Twitter and stuff. And they're all like resharing stuff and trying to help this movement. And like, that's what we need right now. We need a united front against those who oppose this to really make a positive right. impact in society. No, I agree. A hundred percent. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm not going to stop sharing stuff. I'm not going to stop signing petitions. Like it literally takes 15 seconds to fill out a petition. Like anybody who hasn't yeah, it's, done that, like you can literally sit on the fucking toilet and knock out. Right. Like a ton in a row. Like it's the easiest thing in the world. And just doing that one little thing helps make it. Yeah. Difference. I mean, like if you're going to post the black square and that's it, like, just delete your fucking black square. Like, say that you don't really give a shit about this, and it was literally just because of peer pressure, because you saw everybody right, else. and move on. Yeah, and just admit that you're shitty and move on. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, I honestly like. Even I thought this was gonna go a lot longer, but I feel like we kind of hit on everything in 
about 32 minutes. Do you kind of have any uh, closing words or anything that you want to kind of share and pass on? I mean, just keep using your voice. Sign petitions, donate if you can, protest. If you can't afford to donate, share GoFundMes, share other donation pages in the hopes that some of your followers can donate. Um, If you're white, use your privilege positively. Yeah, I mean, I've seen like, I've seen uh, they were there were protesters somewhere. I forgot where it was. I saw a tweet about this, um, but they were they called for a white shield as the police were like pushing back against the front lines, and all the white people ran yeah. to the front, and then the police just stopped pushing. Um, Which is disgusting that that even it shouldn't happen. happen. But like honestly, like I'm down to be part of that shield. Like fucking right yeah like if you need me to be part of your shield let me know i'll be push me do whatever the fuck you want like i'm not gonna stop fighting for this like we're here we're in it for the long haul like we want some actual systemic reform we don't want some bullshit that comes about because people are upset with all of the protesting and everything right like i'm not i'm not okay with you know the past couple of things that have happened it's great the changes need to be made but i'm not satisfied we got to keep pushing. Yeah, absolutely. And then if you don't have the ability to donate, there's literally YouTube videos that have a fuck ton of ads that all donate to all these different relief funds. So literally yeah. all the, the ad revenue goes towards relief funds and other, you know, donation pages. Yeah, there there's ways to help in. It's literally as simple as sharing something on social media. Like that's a first step, like doing that, having conversations yeah. with people, like literally just doing all that you can. And obviously you're not going to be able to do everything. Like there's people that are compromised uh, with the Corona and can't go out and protest. But if you're helping in other ways to help further this movement, like, that's all we're kind of really asking for. And I know we really don't have kind of, we're kind of speaking from our experience with this and we never will know what it's like to be black in America, but we're just trying to do the best that we can to kind of help this movement. And even though we only had 33 listeners on our last episode, we didn't really feel right coming in here <laughs> to talk about music. Uh, we can save that for yeah. another time because fortunately we have that privilege to postpone a podcast where like other people are out there fighting for their fucking lives so like on that note i i feel like we hit on everything yeah i mean and and any of our 33 listeners if you guys have donation pages or petitions or anything that like you have that we can sign or participate in to help send it our way yeah at here's our podcast on twitter uh might make an instagram page soon who knows um hell yeah but yeah uh i feel like that's a wrap on this episode so uh thank you all for listening please don't stop fighting like let's fucking destroy racism like 2020 it's a shitty year but hey let's fucking solve racism and make sure this shit doesn't happen any fucking longer big agree black lives matter baby we're out here black lives matter we're gonna make a change let's hit that outro music this isn't an ad, this is the theme song. This is the theme song to the podcast. This is not an advertisement. We are not selling anything or anything. This isn't an ad, this is the theme song. This is the theme song to the podcast. It's not advertisement. This isn't an ad, this is the theme song. This is the theme song to the podcast. This is not an advertisement. We are not selling anything. We just want you to listen to this podcast. This podcast. This isn't an ad, this is the theme song. This is the theme song to the podcast. This is not an advertisement. We are not selling anything. We just want you to listen to this podcast. This podcast. This podcast.
This is internet. This is the theme song. This is the theme song to the podcast. This is not an advertisement. We are not over anything. This is internet. This is the theme song. This is the theme song to the podcast. This is not an advertisement. We are not. This is internet. This is the theme song. This is the theme song to the podcast. This is not an advertisement. We are not telling you anything. We just want you to listen to this podcast. This isn't an ad. This is the theme song. This is the theme song to the podcast. This is not an advertisement. We are not telling you anything. We just want you to listen to this podcast. This podcast. This podcast. This isn't an ad. This is the theme song. This is the theme song to the podcast. This is not advertisement. We are not telling you anything. This isn't an ad. This is the theme song. This is the theme song to the podcast. This is not advertisement. We are not telling you anything.